Hi friends and awesome mothers. My name is Adol and I'm a proud mother of four. What I'm realizing over time is that doing it right as a mother is the thing that I care about the most, but also hands me the greatest of challenges. In order to get direction, I put together a habura of mothers that joined to learn through my mother's super popular parenting curriculum. My mother is Mrs. Gitty Horowitz, and she's taught hundreds of mothers in Baltimore in recent years. I get to sit down with her every week and either reflect on a topic that we discussed in the group or talk over something that's on my mind. I hope you'll find our conversation meaningful, helpful, and encouraging. Enjoy it. This podcast is sponsored by the Intentional Jew Podcast Network. Check them out at intentionaljew.com. I want to I want to talk about the the topic that we just started. We kind of moved we kind of moved away from anger and we're moving into um, uh, building confidence. And um, okay. I want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about helping kids build confidence. Um, what would you say is, like, what do you suggest? What do I suggest? Okay, so a little bit you spoke about this and you talked about the five different categories of um, helping your children develop a sense of belonging right. and self-worth. So a lot of things you spoke about there will be very helpful in building confidence, but confidence is all part of it. Um, what gives a child a sense of confidence? Um, so number one is um, the fact that they that they accomplish, that they 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 put in effort and they succeed in that effort, and that you trust that they can succeed. Those are really the two components. Okay. Now we know that. Um, that we only succeed with God's blessing, right? Um, um, the, the, the understanding is that um, um, that we put in effort, and Hashem blesses our efforts with success. But unless Hashem blesses our efforts with success, we're not successful. That, that being said and that understood, Hashem created the world so that if a person puts in effort, and really works hard at something, usually they will be successful. If that were not the case, people would be just depressed all the time that they put in so much effort and they don't see the fruits of their labor. Okay? We call it the fruits of their labor, even understanding that it's, it's God blessing them with success. Okay? Um, 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 there, there's a specific... Um, Chazal that I'm looking for, but I, I I can't think of it right now. It'll come to me, I hope. But um, so it's very very important that we give our children age appropriate opportunities to learn that they can be successful if they put in hard work, and to to stretch it to give them a little bit more that they can do, so that you know a little bit beyond what they're capable of doing, so that they can push themselves, um, and to always be there for them. To catch them, that they know that you have their back when they're not necessarily successful, but you'll be there to catch them. Okay, that builds up a child's ability, that builds them up to be able to want to take on new things and to to help them to accept failure. Right. Right? Sheva Yipol Tzadik would come. A Tzadik falls seven times and he gets up. There are those that say that he gets, he is successful because he falls. 
that we learn from our mistakes and mistakes are opportunities to learn to do things differently and to learn to do things better. So yes, we want our children to be successful, but if they're always successful in everything that they do and they never try something a little bit more difficult that they will not succeed at, then they will always learn to choose things that are within their grasp. And that will not stress them, that will not build them. We want to allow them to take things that are outside of their grasp, to try things, to reach those things. We want to be there to help them, to have their back when they fall, to be there for them to soothe their wounds, to lick their wounds, to help them lick their wounds, mm-hmm. and to move on again. Okay? To not build up this person that you're so smart, you're so capable, and you so always do it, because then they're going to be afraid not to live up to that, to that um, definition. I always succeed. I'm always successful. Well, then I better not try something that I'm not going to succeed at and I'm not going to be successful at. So that puts them in a mindset of the opposite of a growth mindset, right? We want to help our children to have a growth mindset. If they want to be willing to fail, if they're not willing to fail, they will not succeed beyond what they're already doing. That is so interesting because... um, it's a, it's basically the opposite what a lot of a lot of us may, might have thought like when we think of building confidence we think compliment you know compliment success because then you're going to show your kid look you're successful look you're successful look you're successful and then they'll have this idea in their head like whoa I'm successful I can do it but you're saying exactly the opposite by by complimenting successes um you're, you're creating a fixed mindset. That if if it's not going to be that, then I then I'm then that's not me. So so right. I I can't I can't I can't push. Right. That is so interesting. Exactly the opposite what what we would have thought. Right. You want to create a growth mindset where people are are okay failing, okay not 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 getting it done, okay not doing you know coming out on top, but they they're willing to try. They're willing to. You know, go to plan B. They're resilient. Right. Um, and that would that would mean that uh, if we're actually looking to build confidence, the best confidence is going to be is going to come from um, the like uh, the standing up to a challenge. That's that's going to give confidence, or or a confident person will. A confident person is not. How would you define a confident? A confident child. Um, a confident child is one who is who takes responsibilities, who who works hard at things, um, who's willing to to do everything they can within their means to be successful, and and takes responsibility when they're not and moves on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book, um, a very very important book called. Um, um, mindset, the new psychology of success. Mm-hmm. Um, the the um, author is Carol Dweck. It's must reading for any parent or or educator. I'll add it to the list. A must read. Okay. okay. Um, it's very very um, like you're saying. It's very counterintuitive in a lot of ways, um, but very very necessary for children to. Um, to, to grow and to become who they can be. 
Interesting. What's something from there that that like like a idea? What we just described, or yeah, definitely what we just described. Um, but the, the, she talks about kids that are told from a very young age, especially bright kids, you're so smart, you're so smart, you always get things right, you, you're brilliant, you get straight A's. Well, they're going to do whatever it takes to get straight A's, and very often, it's not going to the highest track, it's going to the middle track, because in the middle track, I'll get an A, but in the high track, I might not get an A. So right. I, can't, I can't present myself in, a, in, a, in, in any, anything less than what you think I am. So that's you have to develop a, a fixed mindset. Um, this is who I am. This is how I define myself. And therefore, I don't take any um, risks. I'm terrified of it. Because risks um, might very well define me otherwise. Um, it's interesting because confidence, you would think, is knowing myself, but... It has to be knowing myself, what I am, but in a way that 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 could push me to improve. Is that it's not it's not so subtle. The confidence, I think, just means that um, I am confident in who I am. I don't define myself by success. Right, I'm and I I am not. I am more than my successes and failures. Exactly. That I'm a growing person, and I'm someone who will take risks. I'm confident that if I take enough risks, eventually I will be successful, or I'll find another way to do it so that I can be successful. Right. I'm confident in my ability to grow. I'm a and to grow and to learn, and to become the person I can be. I'm confident that I am more than I am at the moment. That's very interesting because it's not. I I, I I would think the standard def, the standard definition or the standard like goal. F- that people would want for themselves and their kids is to understand their qualities, like what they can do. But it's understanding my qualities is not what I can do. Understanding my qualities, one of the qualities is a growth mindset that I'm a growing individual. I don't know what I can do. Nobody knows what they can do until they do it. Interesting. The concept of the sky is the limit. Right. You need to push yourself. And um, we know people that do not do so well in elementary school or even, you know, in different areas. And when they push themselves and they push themselves, and they push themselves all of a sudden, whoa, they just blossom suddenly. Wow. Um, so just to review, till we, so what we set up until now is, is um, we, we, we want to help kids by putting them into challenging situations, but a challenge that's, that's like, thought, thoughtful that's just a little bit past maybe what they've seen they can do. Um, right. And not to, not to, um, not to compliment too much um, in a way that puts a pressure that that's the way, like, like that, that, like that's the, mo- that's what they could do. And that's what they have to live not, up to. Not praising them in a way that they need to define themselves by that. Right. So would you be able to differentiate, would you be able to help us understand what would be a good compliment? We always talk about like praising, praising kids, well, praising kids' accomplishments. So how do you do that without giving them that feeling of, um, um, I always do this right. 
code short, sincere, and specific, right? Right. It's just factual. You're sharing with them facts. You tried this. You explain to them, whoa, this is difficult for you. Look what happens when you apply yourself. You could do more than you actually thought you could do. Right. Short, sincere, and specific. I imagine that if you continue this, you could do even more. So you're focusing on more what the challenge was as opposed to what the outcome was. Right. Exactly. And to get them to understand that, to see it that way. Yeah. Okay. So you succeeded. That's great. That's wonderful. But look at the process. Appreciating the process over the product. Life is a process. Right. And that's really what's important. It's such a Jewish concept too. Like that's really what we're what we're judged on by Hashem. Exactly. Our efforts. Right now, right. The maisa is the ikar. It's the ruin. So what we should do is point out point out efforts, point out what a challenge it was. Um, and also, I would I would think based on what you're saying, like almost compliment a failure. Not the failure aspect, but like you tried hard. I know. Mm -hmm. And dissect the failure. Right. Okay. What could we do? Okay, great. This is what happened. Is this something you could have done better? Is this something you could have done differently? Now that you see what came out of it, what would you do? 2020 hindsight. What would you do? Right. What could we do next time? Okay. Next time could be right now. Maybe there's many, many for choice right now. So let's do it again. What could you do? Mm-hmm. Like now that you have this understanding, right? They say that Edison didn't, didn't he said he didn't have um, over a thousand failures. He had over a thousand um, 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 tries, a, a thousand experiments. He didn't look at them as uh-huh. failures. He built on them, but literally over a thousand different types of light bulbs he built before it worked. He didn't look at them as failures. He looked at them as mistakes and opportunities to learn from them. Wow. Um, interesting. So, just back to compliments for a second. I guess the the one thing, the one, the one disadvantage of complimenting. Um, outcomes is 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 not is the like basically discouraging trying something that's not going to get that outcome, you know, not d- discouraging trying something that's not going to be successful. No, fear of failure. Right. Many people not get off to you know to first base because of the fear of failure. I'd rather not do anything, and you can question whether or not I'm stupid, than to do something and take away all doubt. Right. Right. I don't want to appear stupid. Right. So, much safer. Much safer life. Is there also an element? I I think this is different than what we're saying. Is there also an element of complimenting? I know in psychology, this is an element like for mm-hmm. kids to feel um, too much external validation. You know, when they get too many compliments of like, you do this well, you do that well, you're amazing, you're smart, you're creative, you're this, you're that. Um, And then it becomes like, I do things to be noticed by others. It's not what we're saying, but I guess it's... It's 
stuff is a part of me. In other words, I define myself by what others grade me on. Right. By how others grade me. So, um, if someone else, you know, if we are adults in their life that focus on success, that focus on the outcome, and that's what we, that's what we um, um, complement, then they will learn to, to view themselves the same way. Whereas if we help them to view themselves during the process, they will view themselves as a process. You know, that, that's how they'll judge themselves. Right. So, because it's not, because, right. yeah, oh, I hear, I hear how it connects. That's so interesting. It's not, it's not about, um, it's like the, the, uh, the, the validation is the, the, the encouragement is encouraging process as opposed to outcome. So I don't, def I'm not looking for external validation to define myself at all because that's not how I define myself by what I'm doing. I define myself from how much effort I'm putting in. Right. It might seem like a nuance, but it's, I, f I feel like that's important. It's an important nuance. Yeah. Devil's in the details, right? Right. Yeah. So we're yeah. training them to appreciate process, to appreciate that failure is part of the process. Right. There's nothing to be afraid of. Right. There's nothing to be afraid of. Failure is not nothing to fear. Amazing. Very okay. Very, very important, and I highly, highly recommend that you all read Carol Dweck's book. Carol Dweck. Mm -hmm. What's it called? Mindset? Mindset. Not Carol Dweck. Okay, in our I, spare time. She loved that book. Really? So it was such an important concept that parents nowadays are, are really misunderstanding. Mindset. We, 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 we parent in a way that applauds it's so interesting the most profound thing i took out of this conversation was that it's the same thing that's in the it's in the name of confidence in the name of building confidence we, we, we don't do things because we're bad parents right. we're, we're missing an understanding of how children develop um there's also other parts like there's there there it's it's um it's it's enjoyable to 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 compliment also for positive reinforcement because like if I want this to be done again and also and and also in, in a little bit separate things like do we all have patience for kids to fail like that it's a little bit of a separate thing but it's totally yeah, yeah. together we talk about you know am I doing it for them am I doing it for me right I'm doing it for you yeah I need to do this down to do don't do anything too difficult and be successful at it so that I can um, I can move on. Right. Right. And move on. I'm going to share with you something I heard from a guidance the other day. It has to do with this. It has to do with parenting in general. Yeah. Maybe today. Um, you know, we talked about, you know, is it am I doing for myself, am I doing for the fire? Mm -hmm. um, you know, we talked about having children with sense of belonging and love as a parent for a child who allow them to do things that are hard for them, but we are here to encourage them and to be there for them, but let them do it, right? Right. So that the Torah, Lo Bashamayim, so the Shwahu gave the Torah to the people, and people are, you know, the Gemara is back and forth. Do we hold like this? Do we hold like that? Do we pass them this way? Do we pass them that way? And 
and we know from many many instances that we it's not we don't wait for a box code to come out and tell us what to do. You know, that would be very easy. This is what you should do. Okay, now we know, move on. Not we have Rabbanim and the back and forth and the Gemara and it's a messy messy debate, right? Like messy mm-hmm. it's it's a maybe not messy cake. Right. That's what builds relationships. That's what builds relationships. When you want to make your child a birthday cake, the easiest thing to do is go to the store and buy one. The second easiest thing to do would be to make it yourself. The, the most difficult thing is to, in, in, is to bring your child into the process <laughs> and have them to feel part of it and develop a relationship with them. And that's what builds relationships. Our relationship with our children is directly parallel to our relationship with our first classes. The easiest thing God can do is give us a Torah with Without any coach about that. Very clear. This is exactly what you need to do. You know, give it to us perfect. Like the bought cake. And the second is to give us, um, to do it myself. Okay, here's a question. There isn't exact, exact instructions. Okay, there's a basketball that comes out and says, do it this way. That right. would be the second, right? The third is, I said, give us the Torah. And there's the date that goes on, and it's messy, but, but we get into it. We become part of it. We become part of the process, and that's what develops a relationship with Hakadosh Baruch I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful makal. Not really much of it. It's really the, the, the way we connect with our son, and that's where we connect with our children. We connect with our children, and and even when we make mistakes, right? When, when the, when what the Rabbanim come out with, Rabbanim come out, it's not necessarily the way it's supposed to be, but it is the way it's supposed to be. Because we're supposed to come up with an answer. The way that cake comes out is the way it's supposed to be. That's because the purpose, the, the process, the purpose is our connection with our children. The purpose is our connection with our Kaddishmarkin. So it's just something, it's just a beautiful thought to think about, you know. Just like the Kaddish Baruch didn't just give it to us and go on his merry way, he wanted a relationship with us. Therefore, we have to get, we have to be part of the process, even if we fail in what he actually would have wanted. Doesn't matter. He still wants us to do it, and he's trying to go along with it. So when our children make that faith and it's not exactly the way we would have wanted it, it's fine. He's over anyway. Because that's what he is in the process, and that's what our purpose is. That's very nice. Beautiful idea. I like the messy part. It's messy. It's totally messy. Amazing. Because we own it, then we'll own it. Then they'll own it. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ima.